Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Fuck all you hoes. Get a grip, motherfucker. Yeah. This album is dedicated to all the teachers that told me I never amount to nothing. To all the people that lived above the buildings that I was hustling in front that called the police on me when I was just trying to make some money to feed my daughter. And all the niggas in the struggle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's all good, baby, baby. Uh. It was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Something pepper and heavy D up in the limousine. Hanging pictures on my wall. Every Saturday, rap attack, Mr. Magic Molly Mall. I let my tape rock till my tape pop. Smoking weed and bamboo, sipping on private stock. Way back when I had the red and black lumberjack with the hat to match. Remember rapping Duke? The hard, the hard. You never thought that hip hop would take it this far. Now I'm in the limelight cause I rhyme tight. Time to get paid, blow up like the world trade. Born dinner, the opposite of a winner. Remember when I used to eat sardines for dinner? Pizza, raw G, Brucey B, kick the free. Funk, master flex, love bug, star ski. I'm blowing up like you thought I would. Call a crib, same number, same hood. It's all good. Uh. And if you don't know, now you know, nigga. With Robin Leach And I'm far from cheap I smoke stuff with my peeps all day Spread love, it's the Brooklyn way The Moet and Allen Bay keep me pissy Girls used to diss me Now they write letters cause they miss me I never thought it could happen This rapping stuff I was too used to packing gats and stuff Now honeys play me close like butter play coat From the Mississippi down to the East Coast Condos and Queens in dope for weeks Soul out seats to hear Biggie Small speak Living life without fear Putting five carrots in my baby girl ear Lunches, brunches, interviews by the fool Considered a fool cause I dropped out of high school Stereotypes of a black male misunderstood And it's still all good, uh And if you don't know, now you know, nigga I was dead broke, man, I couldn't picture this 50 inch screen, money green, leather sofa Got two rides, a limousine with the chauffeur Phone bill about 2G flat No need to worry, my account Peace, peace, peace What's happening out there? What's happening out there? This is your host for the night, Minister Jew The Hip Hop Priest, Hip Hop Astrology Radio Episode number four uh, Tonight I'm going to be riding so low, 
my homie M, who had to take care of some business. So uh, I'm going to be on the ones and twos tonight dialoguing about the astrodynamics of hip-hop <clears throat> and its origin. Uh, so first up, I uh, want to get a couple announcements out the way real fast. Visit the website, uh, www.hiphopastrology.com. We got a, a, uh, a plethora of articles for you to read over there to catch up, um, to try to understand what we're doing here. We're merging the science of the stars with the people that call themselves stars in the genre of music that we know as hip-hop. Um, we think that it's innovative, it's fresh, it's new, it's Uranus, it's the age of Aquarius. So we're rocking with it, man, because people are looking for something different. Uh, people are trying to find a way to uh, connect the dots in their own life, you know, but we still like to be entertained, and music is a universal thing. Obviously, hip-hop has spread um, from a, a Western United States thing to a global phenomenon. And people all over the world are listening to hip-hop. They're making hip-hop records in other languages, uh, radio shows. Uh, I mean, just everything is going on uh, when it comes to the tentacles that hip-hop is spread out in the world. So it's a joyous thing. It's a wonderful thing because people can express themselves and relate. Um, so, you know, first and foremost, this is a learning platform. Uh, we want to teach people the science, uh, get people to – to become uh, fluent enough to be able to understand it, at least on a basic level, where they can look at their own chart and be able to get some understanding of what's going on with them from week to week to month to month, from year to year, as they progress in their earthly life. Um, so visit the website, uh, hiphopastrology.com. You can see some of the articles there. We made it real simple when you read it. Some of the keywords are involved in the, in the description so you can understand them. Um, we encourage people to Google some of these titles, like some of the planets, Mars, Venus, or some of the aspects represented in astrology, so that you can get a, a real feel for uh, what this craft and this science actually represents and brings to the table. Uh, so, like I said, visit the website. Uh, what else we got going on, man? I think that's pretty much it. I don't want to over, overload uh, the show with analysis. Uh, we do have a lot of things going on, but just visit that website and also visit myastrologycoach.com. Uh, we got a lot of things going on over there as well that you may be interested in, consultation, a whole bunch of products, man. So if you get a chance, move over there and finger through some of that stuff. Uh, you might find something um, that, that interests you. Um, all right, so that's that. Uh, where do I want to start this evening? I guess I'll start. Um, this is episode number four, right? Last week we did uh, we did a show on uh, Hollywood and their affection for uh, the stars in the heavens, looking at some of the logos that are used inside of Hollywood, you know, like TriStar, um, Lionsgate, all of these different uh, Universal, all of these different uh, uh, film companies that actually use uh, the heavenly host in their uh, logo, right, uh, to let you know that uh, the science of film and the science of life is a celestial one. And, and, and we're all connected. Everything's connected as above, so below. You are stars, too, here 
on a terrestrial plane, and we just mimic this mirror, this, 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 this holographic canvas that we exist on called Earth, and we deal with these things as they move through the sky to give us an indication of some of the energy that's present amongst us. So go back in the archives and check for those shows. We're on our fourth show. we got some pretty interesting shows uh, that you may want to go back and check out in the archives. Um, but tonight we're dealing with the origins of hip-hop. Side of that, uh, we have to look at the date, right, because everything has some type of birth date, right? And when we look to hip-hop, the consensus has agreed on this date, August 11, 73, right? You go, you go Google, you know, the birth of hip-hop. This is the predominant date that you'll see uh, as far as what consciousness has decided uh, is going to be the, the birthmark for uh, this genre of music. Uh, it 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 took it took off in the Bronx, New York, right, eight eleven, and uh, DJ Cool Hurt was was on the ones and twos. He he's the legend uh, of the story and whatnot. And I was looking at a an old flyer that uh, that they had that showed uh, the cause. It was actually. It was actually a going back to school type of party, shing ding, where school was about to be back in and uh, the kids were getting prepared to go and uh, they threw, you know, a, 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 summer t- a summertime jam and I think I saw the prices was like 50 cents for the, for, the, for the guys to come through and kick it and like 25 cents for the uh, for the young ladies to come through and kick it. So it was very, 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 very affordable at that time to get your, get your groove on, get your boogie on out there to, to some hip-hop and to some jam, to something that uh, the culture uh, was, was, was growing into and blossoming and blooming into what we see today as a billion-dollar industry. So let's see here. <clears throat> One moment, y'all. So when we look to uh, the chart, right, because we're looking at the inception point of hip-hop, right, and we go and we look at this chart. Let me pull it up here. And we go and look at this chart. What we find is... um, what we find is the the gentleman um, DJ Cool Hurt, right? <clears throat> when we go look, when we go look up his birthday, his birthday is four sixteen fifty five, right? So Cool Hurt is an Aries, right? He's an Aries, twenty five degree Aries, right? Now, in astrology, uh, we look at these angles that we call houses, right? And the first house in astrology denotes uh, it's something that we call the ascendant, right, in astrology. Uh, it denotes the, uh, the psychological well-being of an individual, uh, how an individual will attack a situation, uh, the characteristics and how they would deal with 
uh, certain circumstances that come up in their life, what will be like their first response to outside stimuli, right? So it's also, right, because Aries uh, traditionally is the, uh, the first order of the day in the zodiac, right? And uh, the Aries, the energy of Aries is like the trailblazer, the one to get the thing started, um, uh, 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 the, the aggressor, the one that has the initiative to be able to move and, and, and make things fit into the places where it needs to go, right? So when we look at this particular genre of music and the DJ, DJ Cool Herc that was actually out there on the ones and twos that hot summer night in the Bronx, right? Aries falls inside of the first house, which is his sun sign in the zodiac, right? So now let's look at that. The psychology, right? The mindset, right? Uh, to initiate this new genre of music, right? We're looking at an Aries presence because this is the zodiac sign uh, that is inside of the first house, right? And we said that Cool Hurt was a 25-degree Aries. So when we look at the planets in the first house, because you got planets that are spread out in the zodiac on, on this wheel, right, for this, for this iconic event or this iconic moment in time, right? When we look at this, right, we see that if we, if we laid uh, Cool Hertz's uh, signature or his, his imprint or his natal chart on top of this natal chart, we would see that his son will fall in the first house, right, uh, which is the uh, – which is the vitality, right? Which is the uh, the 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 full out expression, right, of an individual, right? The traits that the individual seems to uh, exhibit the most in their character, right? We see that his son is in the first house, conjunct a planet named Mars inside of the zodiac wheel on that specific day at that specific time, which, by the way, was 9 o'clock p.m., 8-11-73 in the Bronx, New York, right? So we see that his son then, right, is making an aspect that we call a conjunction in astrology. The conjunction is when one uh, and two planets or more are in a tight proximity uh, to one another, uh, in the same location, in the same zodiac sign within 8 to 10 degrees, uh, an 8 to 10 degree orb, as we call it. So if, we, if he has a 25 degree Aries sun, right, that's what he was birthed with, right, on 41650, fast forward to 81173, and at that moment in time, at 9 p.m., his sun, right, which is the vitality, vitality, which is the life force, is sitting on a planet named Mars, which deals with aggression, right, which also rules Aries, right? So this means we have a planet that's dignified in astrology, a planet that is at home, where it exhibits its strength at its finest, better than any other place uh, in the zodiac, right? So remember, all this is going on in the first house, which, again, is dealing with the well-being and the psychology of the individual. So right off the bat, we know that we're dealing with a genre of music that was ushered in 
right, dealing with a Martian principle that deals with a lot of aggression, right, um, uh, 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 a lot of anger, shall we say, in a lot of ways, right, and also conjunct another body in the heavens that we call Chiron at 20 degrees Aries, which they call Chiron in astrology, the wounded uh, healer, right? So so let's put all of these keywords together and see if we can paint a picture. We're dealing with a genre of music, right, that is aggressive, right, in its nature, right? And there's some type of healing, right, that's trying to be professed in the psychology of the individuals who are partaking in the music, right? Because this event wasn't just uh, isolated to one person. This, this, the graffiti, the break dancing, the music, the lyrics, the beats, all of that is incorporated into a body politic of people who uh, were engaging inside of this new genre, right? So we're looking at this wheel and we're saying, okay, this music is going to have an aggressive type of feel to it. So it's not the jazz, right? It's not the R&B. It's literally, literally the boom, bap, boom, boom, bap. It's full of heavy bass, right? It's a lot of drum, right? You're going to feel that, right, because uh, the, the psychology of the people who are bringing it into fruition, right, is something going on underneath uh, uh, a certain level of their mental, right, that's coming from a place of pain, right? And we're going to get into this as we look at some other characteristics inside of the zodiac wheel, right? So we cover cool hurt, right? Um, and we cover the first house, right? And there's some other things going on with the ascendant too that we're going to talk about later as this show progresses as well to give you an understanding of how these planetary influences have an effect on events, people, places, things, et cetera, et cetera. So as I looked at this chart, as I looked at this chart, right, because remember, uh, it has a rebel overtone to it. You know, when you hear these guys on the microphone, they really put it all on the mic. A lot of them do it. They're expressing their most, the, the innermost parts of who they are the experiences that they've had uh, growing up. And a lot of times uh, the sound comes off to be rebellious. It sounds like it's a rebellious sound, right? But when you look inside of the chart, the planet that rules rebellion, right, is a planet that we call Uranus in astrology, right? And the planet Uranus, right, is in the zodiac sign that we call Libra at the time of this inception of hip hop at 19 degrees 51 minutes Libra, right? Making an aspect that we call an opposition, which is a 180 degree angle, right? Meaning directly across to this planet Mars inside of the house that we just spoke of, the first house that's dealing with the psychology of the native or the psychological parameters of the event, in this case, hip-hop music, right? So we're trying to paint a canvas that will show the psychology behind 
the sound that you hear called hip-hop. So Uranus being the planet of rebellion, right, the planet of sudden change, uh, sporadic uh, uh, behavior, right, uh, shock, awe, uh, uh, you know, just change, period, right, is making this angle that denotes what we call uh, some form of friction, shall we say, at 180 degrees. It's like a mirror effect, right? It's like how do you balance the scales, right, trying to find a way to have these two planetary energies express themselves in harmony with one another, but in a lot of cases, sometimes we don't know how to find that balance and to be able to give and take and give and take and find that medium, right, where we can walk that fine line and be able to express the full nature of what we see in the mirror, which is ourselves, right? So uh, you can see now the planet of, 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 of rebellion is making this aspect to this planet of aggression, so you're going to get this rebellious, aggressive, rebellious, aggressive sound, right, coming from uh, uh, the masculine energy because Mars represents the masculine overtone as well as the sun. Uh, it represents the masculine overtone, right, inside of uh, 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 hip-hop, right? And we're going to get into Uranus a little later on to get into some deeper grooves inside of the mind so that we can really, really get an understanding of what caused this rebellious sound or uh, this rebellious nature to come out of the youth at this particular time. What was going on in society at this particular time that spawned the youth and the children to rebel and create this new sound, right? So moving forward, right, when we look at this chart, right, because we talked about the sun, right, we talked about the sun being the overall expression of the individual, right, what they're going to rely on the most, right, in that time of need, where is, this is their toolbox, right, this is where you're going to go to uh, retrieve whatever you need in order to comfort self, right, in order to rationalize self, you're going to go back into uh, the essence of who you are, and this is how you're going to deal with the world surrounding you, right, these are the characteristics and the traits that you're going to exhibit uh, in full bloom, right? So when we look at this chart, we see that the sun, right, is 19 degrees, 11 minutes Leo, right? So right off the bat, we know what? This is a sound that is going to produce what? It's going to produce some triumphant people, right? Uh, some, uh, uh, it's going to be a, uh, it's going to be a sound that trumps all other sounds, right? Because Leo is the king of the jungle. He's the king of the uh, zodiacal wheel, right? This is, uh, this is the home of homes, right? Because the sun in our, uh, in our galaxy is what keeps all these other planets, right, in orbit, right? The gravitational pull of the sun is what's keeping all these other planets stable in their orbit, right? So that means the sun is the boss because if there's no sun, these planets don't orbit, right? And we don't have this illustrious galaxy that we live on or live in, right, called the Milky Way, right, or in, in this particular region of it. So we, when we see this sun here, we know that this, this is going to be an energy that's going to be front and center, right, 
you're not going to be able to disregard me, right? I'm going to get all of the attention that I deserve because you know that's how Leos rock. When the Leos show up to the party, everybody know it. Half the time they always late because they're trying to make a grand entrance, right? And, it's, you know, they, they just feel like they're the boss of all bosses, right? And that they're never wrong about anything, right? So uh, that's the swag that hip-hop has garnered around it, as we can see. It's the I don't give a F type of feel, right? I'm going to do me. I'm going to say what I got to say, and I'm going to be boisterous and proud, right, because that's Leo, boisterous and proud in what I am expressing and what I am exhibiting, right? So this is the nature. Just look at the, just look at hip hop overall, and then as I'm explaining at that moment in time where the planetary bodies were at in space, tell me if this does not match the frequency of the sound of hip hop, right? So uh, I spoke about the ascendant, right? Because I talked about Aries, right? Because Aries is in the first house in this chart, right? But the ascendant, right, is 15 degrees, 12 minutes Pisces, right? Now, we know Pisces to be, uh, these are, these can be very manipulative people, right? Uh, can be uh, liars, right? Or, or how can I put it to make it sweet? They can be very creative in their imagination about the way that they uh, saw an event or the way that an event happened, right? And it, and, and it can be very slippery. It's kind of hard to, you know, it's like, like they call, you know, trying to nail jello to a wall, right? This is, the, this is the dynamic of some of, these are some of the characteristics of the Piscean energy, right? And then it has a high side too, very intuitive, right? Uh, being able to tap in into some of the, uh, the psychic phenomenon, the clairvoyant phenomenon, some of the things that are not of this world, shall we say, or that you cannot perceive with the physical senses, but they're tuned into a sixth sense. This is another identity of the Piscean energy, right? And it's the seal of the will. It is the most spiritual place, the most spiritual uh, vacuum that you're going to find uh, in astrology. We had some shirts that we created um, dealing with hip-hop astrology, and I came up with all the taglines for the shirt and on the Pisces shirt on the front. I, I chose to go with the slogan, heaven or hell, right, because it can be either or, right? Which one are you going to choose inside of this particular frequency, right? So um, when we look at the rising sign, right, for hip-hop, this is, this is the energy that's surrounding it. Now, it's interesting, right? When you go and you when you go to the to the to the uh, when you go behind the veil versus what you see on Front Street, right? You hear a lot of the stories. You know, uh, some of the guys who have made it or actually who have millions upon millions of dollars. Every now and then, you hear them talking about other cats who front and like they got it. You know, the, the cars and the videos really ain't theirs, et cetera, et cetera. So you, you, in hip-hop, you see a lot of this manipulative energy, right? Things not necessarily being uh, what they appear, they appear to be one thing, but actually there's something else going on. So you see a lot of these facades inside of the hip-hop movement, right? But inside of that, you also see a lot of 
imagination and creativity, which when focused on long enough, it can become a reality, right? Because everything comes out of the imagination, man. I don't care what you're looking at in the room that you're in right now. You name me one thing that first didn't come out of the imagination of a man or a woman. The chair you're sitting in, the table that you're riding on, the clock that you're looking at, the refrigerator, the shoes. I don't care what it is. Somebody had to see it in their mind's eye, right, which is not of this third-dimensional realm, right, because I can tell you right now, go to San Diego and sit on the beach, and you can imagine yourself doing it and see yourself sitting on the beach right now. However, you're somewhere in your living room right now listening to this radio broadcast, right? So we know that the imagination is the realm of God, right? So prime example. Here's an example surrounding hip-hop. In the early days of cash money, the cash money millionaires, right, Baby, Slim, Manny Fresh, Juvie, Wayne, right, we saw them in them videos, remember, the bling bling joint where they were the helicopters and they was on the bridge, right, won none of that jewelry real. It, not a piece of that jewelry that them brothers had on was real, right? Tuning in facade, right, this Pisces rising this Pisces rising facade, right, and uh, eventually it hardened into a fact, right? Now they really do get the bling bling and the Bugatti and the et cetera, et cetera, right? So hip-hop has always had this fog surrounding it, right, where it ain't all, what you see ain't always necessarily what you get, right? But this is the nature of the chart that was drafted at the time of this illustrious, illustrious event in the Bronx, right? So, uh, and I'm going to play this for y'all. I'm going to play this for y'all. Let's see here. Y'all remember this, right? When I'm alone in my room, sometimes I stare at the wall and in the back of my mind I hear my conscience call telling me I need a girl who's as sweet as a dove. For the first time in my life, I see I need love. There I was, giggling about the games that I had played with many hearts and I'm not saying no names. Then the thought occurred, tear drops made my eyes burn. Cause I said to myself, look what you've done to her. I can feel it inside, I can't explain how it feels. All I know is that I'm never dishing of the raw deal. Playing make-believe, pretending that I'm true. Holding in my lap as I say that I love you Saying I'm more, kissing you on the ear Whispering I love you and I'll always be here Although I often remember Right? Y'all all remember that jam, right? Now, now, right, we looking at we dealing, When we listening to that type of music, right? Because here was a brother who was expressing How he needs love Well, he always making a record that was denoting um, the women, right, and how fine the women was, right? And I remember talking to Noble, and he was telling me a story about how one time he had, he had saw a video where Pac and Scarface was in the studio making a record, and Pac had wrote the record like in five minutes, and Space was still trying to uh, come up with, a, with the rhyme, and Pac was just like, man, let's make something that the women going to like, man, because if the women like it, the men going to follow behind the women. Right? So, uh, you know, 
when we look for the feminine energy, right, or what we appreciate, what we can value, right, the monetary influence, right, because we all can appreciate and value some cheese, right, some bread, right, we look for the Venetian influence or the Venus influence inside of a natal chart, right? So when we look to find Venus in this chart, Venus is at 21 degrees, 37 minutes in the zodiac sign of Virgo in the seventh house, right? We the people, right? Because the first house is strictly about me, the self, I, the ego, right? But if you look on a wall clock and you go from 1 o'clock to 7 o'clock, that's a 180-degree angle. They're straight across from one another. Keep it simple. Imagine 12 and 6 o'clock straight across from one another, right? So the seventh house represents the people, the partnerships, the people who you have relationships with. It also represents uh, your marriage potential and things of this nature, right? So uh, when we when we look to this particular spot, we see that we have Venus over here, right? So if who are you trying to appeal to? hip-hop or the sound of hip-hop, who and what are you trying to appeal to or where is the actual value, right? How can you extract finances from this new genre or this new sound, right? Make music that's appealing to the feminine force because she's the one that's going to support it. Now, in today's time, in today's time, we have another artist by the name of Drake, right? And He's a combo artist. This dude sing and he rap, right? But the ladies go crazy over Drake, right? So he has staying power, right? Right? He has he has staying power because uh, the people who will support the psychology, right, behind the music, right, will be this Venetian or this female energy, right? So. So those who are able to cater to that particular crowd or the, to that particular segment of the population, right, have a, have a very, very firm chance of making some bread, making some cheese, and being uh, successful on a monetary level, right? Uh, so moving forward, moving forward, I want to look at the, you know, they call them the spitters, right? We, because we dealing with we dealing with hip hop, right? So this ain't R and B. This is hip hop, right? It's boom, bounce, right? And it's it's the verbal assault, right? How lyrical are you? What's your content? What are you talking about, right? So we know, right? In astrology, when you're dealing with uh, communication or your verbal skills, we're going to look for two things. We're going to look for Mercury, and we're going to look, at, which is a planet, right, which is closest to the sun. It takes approximately 88 days to make a full revolution around the sun, right? And we're going to deal with Gemini, right, right, which in astrology is the third constellation on the zodiac wheel, right? And in this case, because remember we talked about the houses, right? We got one, one two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, right? the house structure, and then we got 12 zodiac signs, right? Now, the house structure isn't always an even uh, 30 degrees, right? 
sometimes you can have intercepted constellations, meaning uh, it's, uh, you know, anything over 30 degrees in between from one angle to the next as far as the house placement is concerned. Sometimes you might only have a house that may have only 20 degrees inside of it, right, et cetera, et cetera. So when we look to this chart, right, because we're talking about the verbal skills, right, the verbal onslaught, right, we're going to look for the constellation Gemini. Now, at 9 o'clock at that time in the Bronx, the third house, right, the third house was falling at zero degrees Gemini. Now, isn't this interesting? We're looking to find out where this lyrical explosion in this genre of music is coming from, right, because obviously it's a mercurial thing, right? They're sending messages. They're employing messages um, through the music, through the genre, right? Uh, also, um, too, when you look at a Leo Sun, right, and you look at a Pisces rising, right, because the zodiac sign for Leo is dealing with a lot of creativity, right, uh, in a lot of areas. It could be decorating. It could be a lot of things. But uh, the broader scope of it is the arts, right, any type of art. And music is an art. It's a craft. It's an art, right? So uh, when you're looking at that and you're looking at the, Pisces, the energy Pisces rising on the chart, uh, this is also indicative for uh, the language that we call poetry. When you get these two uh, co uh, combinations, Pisces rising with a uh, with a Leo sun, right? Uh, because uh, poetry is a is a it's an art, right? But it's also a language that uh, requires you to have to use a lot of imagery uh, behind the things that the artist is actually expressing, right? Uh, it's, uh, you, have to, you, have to, you have to pad it down with the, your own imagery because the words and the way that they're being put together, they're not put together in a traditional sense. You actually have to use more of your right brain, right, to actually access and contextualize what a poet is actually saying. So this fits right into the mode of what hip-hop is because at the core of what these brothers and these sisters are, they are really poets. They are poetic geniuses expressing uh, their lives on top of wax or on top of music, you see? So um, that's another thing that I just wanted, that I, it just came to my mind to express that. But going back to this Gemini thing, when we look at this, when we look at this, this Gemini frequency, right, this zero degree, third house is falling in zero degrees Gemini, right, uh, which means a new beginning because this is a critical degree in astrology. You got 29 degrees is a critical degree, and then you got zero degrees. So anytime you got angles or planets that are sitting on these particular markers in a chart or I try to finally grow out of or new things that they're blossoming into to achieve uh, uh, a new outlook or to be, uh, you, know, it's a, you know, it's fresh, it's new when you're dealing with the zero degree angle. So here we have a new genre of music that nobody has heard before, not as far as the world is concerned, not even as far as the United States was concerned at that time. It was minimized to a particular region, right, where, where it, it blossomed and bloomed from that point. But um, we have this new way of communicating or this new way to express ourselves, right, zero degrees, third house falling on the constellation of Gemini, which actually rules the communicative skills and communicative abilities and whatnot. So 
that's very interesting. Now, when we look at this, right, because remember, Gemini is the, communi- the, 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 the verbal communicator, right, of the zodiac. Also, Gemini also deals with um, schooling and learning and siblings and things of that nature as well, right? But when we look at the people who have actually come through hip-hop, let's just look at it, right? And, and this, I can, this, I'm opinionated because I'm a Gemini too, right, because the Gemini deals with opinions too, right? But um, the overall consensus, right, I don't think I'm reaching when I say these names, right? When we look at the people who have come in hip-hop, let's look at some names. Lauren Hill, Gemini. Tupac. Gemini, Biggie Smalls, Gemini, Kanye West, Gemini, Andre 3000, Gemini, Ice Cube, Gemini, Heavy D, Gemini, CeeLo Green, Gemini, all the way up into present-day Kendrick Lamar, Gemini. So when we look at the people who have actually come into the game right, and have made a lasting impression and have really put major dents inside of the genre of hip-hop and left some mighty big shoes to fill, those aren't no mediocre names that I just named. Those Those aren't mediocre names by a long shot. These are people who have actually contributed to the game in ways that uh, have changed the complete landscape in the way that we view it, right? So uh, we can see how this, this, this fresh new energy came in, and we keep seeing it reemerging and reappearing by the energy, by this Gemini influence inside of the genre of the music. They keep on coming, bringing a fresh new sound, bringing a fresh new look, uh, constantly reinventing uh, 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 what hip hop has to offer. Uh, moving forward, moving forward, I want to discuss because I, I want to touch on. Um, oh, also, now Pete Gay. Now this is just how synchronicity works, right? But everything's everything inside of the world of the gods, right? So we know that. So when we look at Gemini, we say that okay, it has zero degrees in, in this natal chart. But then when we go look for Mercury, when we go look for Mercury inside of this actual natal chart, the planet that actually rules Gemini, this planet is at zero degrees, right? Leo as well, right? Now, we know when, every, when you see the Leo, Leo is a huge constellation in the sky, right? He's the boss of all bosses. He's the, you know, he, he, he's the big daddy of them all, right? When we... When we, because let's look at this, this Biggie and his pop thing, right? Because, because these are the two that we, that people have labeled the kings. And these, when you get into the argument, right, it, it's kind of, uh, it's passed now some because it's been so long since they passed. And a lot of people have come along and done a lot of great things in hip hop. But we, it always goes to this Biggie Pop. Who, who, who is the king? Biggie Pop, Biggie Pop. But when we look at the Gemini frequency and the planet that actually rules Gemini, excuse me, which is Mercury, it says zero degrees Leo, which is the king, which is the king. So is that a coincidence that the two people who we're arguing over who is the king 
of hip-hop, and we see the shirt, you know, we see the shirts with Biggie with the crown on all the time, right? Is that a coincidence that this energy that they both represent is in the zodiac sign that deals with kingship and rulership, right, and the hierophant? Is that a coincidence? How are these brothers connected together, right, the east versus west type of thing? Now, now this is for a whole other show, and I'm going to keep it strictly astrology here, but I will mention it just to put it on your membrane. We, I played the Biggie joint at the top because we're celebrating the 20th anniversary of his uh, Ready to Die, his debut album that came out on Bad Boy September 13th, right, 20, uh, 1994, right? Now, he releases an album called Ready to Die. Then he comes back with an album called Life After Death. Him and Pac were known to be like brothers at one point in the studio together making records, right? Gemini thing, sibling type of thing, a sibling rivalry, right? And then for specific purposes, things went kind of south. And then you had the East versus West Coast thing, Death Row Records versus Bad Boy Records. I don't have to go all into the history. We're very familiar with that, right? But um, uh when we look at the release date, September 13th of the Biggie joint, right, which was just a couple of days ago, and then you got Pac talking about he making records about dying, right, uh, uh, you know, before he even make transition off the planet. He's talking about is it a heaven for a G? You know, he see Miles Davis and Sammy Davis, you know, Sammy Davis in, in, in the heavens kicking it and powwowing it, right? He making all these type of records, making videos, right? And Biggie making these albums with all this death on the tongue, right? And speaking these things into existence. And then Tupac goes and dies on September 13th, which is the same day that Ready to Die came out, September 13th. Is that a coincidence? Or is that what we call quantum entanglement on a whole nother level that deals with the subatomic particles that actually make up this whole thing that we call life. And when we understand how those particles work, because we are those particles, because we are atoms, then we can take it to a whole other level of understanding and being able to manipulate this reality. So is that a coincidence? Ready to die come out on September 13th. They had this feud. They got a brotherly type of feel at first, which is the Gemini feel. We argue over who's the king, Biggie or Pac, and then Pac dies on the same day Biggie debuts his album September 13th. I don't know. I'll let you be the judge, right? But uh, moving forward, moving forward, um, and we're going to close in a second. Uh, uh, what I wanted to uh, what I wanted to build on also was uh, I wanted to build on. I guess I can do this J thing real fast, and I promise people that I would talk about this as well. Now, we got, in astrology, we got something called the mid-haven, right, which is like 12 o'clock, right, high noon, right? This is where uh, this is where the light is shining in, the brightest. This is the top of the mountain, right? Traditionally, we consider this to be the realm of the Capricorn, right, which we know is the one who has climbed the mountain. Nothing was easy. Hard work paid off. They were prudent. They were steadfast in their approach. These are all the key words to the Capricorn energy, right? 
how to get to the top. You have to be very focused, very disciplined, uh, and know that things take time. You can't take any shortcuts, right? This is the Capricorn frequency. Saturn rules Capricorn, right? So when we look inside of this chart, when we look inside of this chart, right, what we call the midhaven in this particular area that I just got that I just got done explaining is the zodiac sign that we know as Sagittarius. Now we know that Jay Z is a I think he's like a ten degree, ten or eleven degree Sagittarius. He's born uh December fourth, sixty nine is his birthday. He's like uh, uh ten or eleven degree Sag, right? But we're placing him inside of his place in the wheel because he's participating inside of this genre of music called hip hop. So the 10th house is ruled in this particular chart by the zodiac sign that we know as Sagittarius, right? So if this is the top of the mountain, this is where all your hard work pays off and um, uh, 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 this is where the authority, all your ambition, your aspiration, right, the height of your success where the motivation takes place, right, and it also indicates power and responsibility, right? Doesn't these things, doesn't Jay-Z embody these particular dynamics, right? Isn't he like the pinnacle of somebody who actually participated in the genre? Like, we, we know we got the Dr. Dre's and the Puff Daddies, right? But they weren't really artists, not rappers. They were producers. Uh, they were the, the lifeline behind it by actually making the music, right? But Jay was actually the one in the booth recording, spilling his life testimony onto these beats, right? So this Sagittarius influence right inside of this chart says this is where the pinnacle lies, right? This energy right here is where pinnacle lies. Now, we also got another Sag in the game named Nicki Minaj who's smashing the game as well, who's a Sag as well, and she's reached the pinnacle. She, she done went past some dudes as far as her level of depending upon what you deem success, right, because everybody got a different idea of what success is. But overall, she's become very successful in what she does inside of her craft, to say the least, right? And when we look in this chart, also in the 10th house, right, because we have these constellations interceding inside of these houses and whatnot, we have the constellation that we know as Capricorn inside of the 10th house as well, and there's something here called the node, which is the trajectory. Uh, it, it, it's, it's, uh, it's like an invisible space, the trajectory of the moon as it was orbiting, right? So these are particular markers in space, shall we say, right? And this particular space that we call the north node is where one needs to grow, where one needs to develop, where one needs to hone their skill to uh, express this energy, right? to evolve into this particular frequency of life, right? So the North Node being in Capricorn, we already explained what Capricorn is, business, right? It also represents people who will have a lot of authority, right? So the hip-hop chart, right, was saying, and this is why we're doing what we're doing now, because we're not going to cry over spilled milk, right? But we can pick up the pieces now and educate the people who are inside of the game and the people who are coming in the game and the people who have nothing to do with the game that just want to know where their strengths and their, uh, their positive traits lie. 
where they don't have to work so hard, where they don't have to work so hard and uh, where they can cover up some of their blemishes and work on them as they develop in their life with some of the more strenuous markers in their chart. We're trying to get people to become and to participate in culture, right, and not just follow the cookie-cutter uh, diagram that society has laid out and then you find yourself doing something that you really don't even love doing because they said this would pay you a lot of money but your heart wasn't there, right? So you were influenced by your environment and you didn't go down the road that uh, the creator and or nature, whatever, however you want to deal with it, instinctually gave you to be successful. So when we look at this chart and we see this note here in the 10th house, we know that Pop was supposed to learn, right? Had somebody had a watchful eye at that time was, we're going to need to learn to understand the business model behind this beautiful idea that spawned out of this culture because that's what the 10th house represents. It is big business, right? So the notice here is telling you that the potential, because the note is your potential, how you need to unfold, right, was telling you that it was a major potential for you to be successful, and I mean very successful in Capricorn. It don't get no more successful than that. And then somebody came along and realized this flamboyant, right, this uh, in-your-face type of culture, right, that just wouldn't uh, move, and they, they realized the, uh, the riches inside of putting you on a TV screen or putting you in a booth and putting it on a uh, 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 audio file or a CD or a cassette, right? Somebody got smart and said, listen, and it wasn't us. It wasn't the people who actually invented the culture, right? Somebody else observed it from afar and saw this dynamic and said, oh, wow, okay, Pisces rising, okay, put them in some video. Let's put, let's put the film, let's run the tape on them. Let's put some film on them. This thing going to go viral. And now look what you have, right? Look what you have. This is what you have now. So in the inception, had we knew about this particular science and somebody was watching, we could have gathered the truth and said, wait, 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 wait. Let's not let this get out the bag. and Let's find a way to find out the business model of how we're going to approach our culture of what we've created and demonstrate and become filthy rich and put the money back in the communities where the people who look just like me and you who experience the same cultural dynamic of where I came from to express this sound can benefit from it. But we know how that ended up going. It didn't necessarily work out that way. But uh, that's that, right? So in closing, right, in closing, what I'm going to do is I want to talk real briefly, right, because I was looking at this earlier. I was looking at this Uranus in the seventh house, right? in uh, Libra, and um, I came across an article, interestingly enough, by a gentleman named Michael Chavez of the L.A. Times, and he was writing about a senator named Daniel uh, Monyinkin. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but this was back in 1965, right? And um, in 1965, this senator wrote uh, – this paper uh, basically talking about the stalled family progress of the African American in the United States in 1965. And what he noticed was, was that 
there was a decline uh, in the marriage rate of black couples in America. Now, the, prior to this, in the late 50s, early 60s, he said, and this was in 65, mid-60s, he said in the, in the mid-50s to the early 60s, he said there was only a 20% uh, 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 non-marriage rate, meaning that 80% of black families, man and woman, were actually married. They were together in unison in their home. What he noticed in 65 with that was that it was a decline that was approaching, right, where he started to notice that these numbers were increasing where the black family wasn't together anymore and that the woman was becoming the head of the household inside of the household, right? Now, when we look at the statistics today, and I did a radio show about this about two years ago showing the science behind the, 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 the science behind religion, uh, the concept of being a heathen, and the Venetian principle in a man's life and how that actually keeps him out of trouble. Uh, I, I had to go find it and post it. But anyways, uh, inside of this, uh, today they're saying over 75% of black households are households of uh, fatherless uh, or motherless uh, 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 parents, right, meaning – meaning less than 25% of black people who have children are actually married, right? So now, let's look at the psychology behind this. We got, in 1965, this man wrote this, right? Hip-hop was birthed in 73, officially, right, from the actual event that happened in the Bronx at that time. When we look at Uranus, Uranus didn't go into Libra in uh, we got we got one minute left. Uh, if you're listening in, or uh, um, uh, 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 through the broadcast on, on the blog talk on the on the internet, dial in 818-369-0368. Once again, that's 818-369-0368. We probably go OT just a little bit so I can finish explaining this, so that you can finish up and listen to the rest of the show. But um, uh, looking at Uranus. Looking at Uranus, Uranus, which is about shock and awe and spontaneous things, right, shaking things up, making you move in another direction. Um, some people call it malistic in its nature, right? But then it's another part to it that's like, ah, no, nah, you can't be procrastinating anymore. I'm going to make you move. I'm going to make these situations occur. I'm going to put this energy around you, make you bump your head a little bit to make you move and progress into the area that you need to go into because it's better for you, right? But it hurts in that process. It can be uh, troublesome and worrisome as you're going through that dynamic of Uranus in your life, right, when it's transiting a certain area in your natal chart, right? So Uranus didn't actually go into Libra into 68. Now, why is this important? I think it was October of 68. Now, why is this important? It's important because we're looking at the dynamic of relationships and marriages inside of the household, right? 
So if Libra rules marriages, and here comes big, bad Uranus in 68, knocking at the doorstep of Libra, saying, all right, I'm coming through here, and I'm about to cause some trouble. I'm about to split up some of these marriages. I'm about to split up some of these relationships. People want to. People going to want to do. Think about doing for self. The ego is going to become elucidated because the opposite polarity of this is Aries. Because Aries and Libra is opposite one another. People going to be thinking about self uh, 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 and their self-expression, and you know all these type of things are going to be going on, right? And uh, you know just that type of feel, right? That energy came in and dis- disrupted the family unit, right? Now, if we were conscious or cognizant of this data of what was going on, the awareness alone could have curved it. We could have had our will to be together or stay together knowing that we are connected to the cosmos and the cosmos is connected to us and we move in and out of these cycles as time progresses, right? If we, if we had known these things on a massive level, right, then we could have circumvented at least some of the damage that was done from Uranus coming through breaking up this the, the union of marriage in the black family, right? So now when you look at the actual chart, right, when you look at the chart, you find we, cause when, we, when we're talking about parenting, we're dealing with two planetary bodies. We're, we're generally dealing with the moon and or Saturn, right, because the moon rules the fourth house, which is cancer, which is the mommy energy, and then we look for Saturn to represent, represent the daddy energy, which governs, uh, Capricorn, so we're looking at a 10-4 ratio, right? This is the axis that we're looking at, 10 and 4, right, which is also a 180-degree angle to one another. Now, interesting enough, when, when we look at this actual chart for hip-hop, we see that the moon, right, is out of pocket in the zodiac sign of uh, Capricorn, right, uh, which we consider a detriment, right? So it's here, and Saturn is in her sign, which is cancer. This is what we call a mutual reception, right? So uh, they're, they're feuding with one another. Saturn wants to be at home in Capricorn because this is where he generally abides. This is his domain. The moon is more comfortable in cancer dealing with the feeling energy, dealing with the mommy energy, uh, dealing with the uh, 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 the the caring for the children and the family and the household and this type of thing and dealing with the ancestral worship, you know, and really getting into your spiritual practice, this type of thing, right? This is the ancestral gateway, right? So these two planets are occupying each other's house, you know, uh, and this is not good. See that we have an imbalance, right, on this particular snapshot because, you know, the moon could have been anywhere. It could have been, but we know there's no such thing as coincidence at all in the universe, right? You get what you got coming to you based off the inner dialogue that you have with yourself and the images that you consistently run that match the inner dialogue that you have, right? So when we see, uh, when we see the moon, the moon generally takes about two days to progress through uh, a zodiac sign, right? So on this particular day, at this particular time, Right, we have the parental energies being uh, opposite one another as far as the zodiac sign is concerned. Not necessarily the degrees because they're not opposite one another uh, in angle aspect, but they are as far as the, the zodiacal aspect is concerned. Right, we see that could hip hop 
actually been birthed, right, this aggression that we talked about earlier, the psychology being aggression, being this rebellious energy, right, the healing energy being Chiron through some deep wounds that you have in your psyche, i.e. the first house where all this energy was located at, right, keywords denote this particular action to, to, to be uh, present, right, in this, inside of this chart, right, could it have been because of the energy in the household and the separation of mommy and daddy and the moving apart of the family unit that created this rebellious monster inside of the home, right, where now this aggressive sound, right, Mars in the first house, right, comes out and it's like, you're going to hear what I got to say. I don't care what you think about it. I'm going to trailblaze this way, and I'm, going, I'm just going to do me. You know what I mean? Because this is the way that I express my creativity while being in a household where my emotions are not in check. I'm not seeing the family dynamic uh, merge and mingle the way that it needs to. So I have to find an outlet to be able to express myself. Let me go get a spray can and, and do some graffiti and tag the wall, right, because I got to get this expression out, right, right? I, this rebellious energy because Uranus is over here making this aspect to this, this Martian energy in the first house, right? Be rebellious. Be aggressive. You're going to feel me. You're going to see the change, right? So this is Minister Jew in the analogy of uh, what we actually have going on inside of uh hip hop and um and I hope y'all enjoyed it, you know what I mean, and, and understood it uh as best as y'all could. But like I said, you'd be able to go back, download the stuff, listen to it in the archives and whatnot. But this is my general overview of the origins of hip hop and some of the markers that denote some of the things that we see as it progresses and, and keeps moving uh, in today's time. So with that, uh, I want to just say um, I got an event coming up. Uh, September the 26th is going to be an online presentation. Uh, you can find it, www.myastrologycoach.com under online presentation. I'm going to be doing a presentation called um, Quantum Awakening, Discover Your Subatomic Genius. I'm going to be talking about the science of quantum physics, right? I'm going to be delving into the dimensions of the brain, uh, dealing with this access of the 90%. Um, and it's going to be nothing short of inspiring and life-changing because when we start to understand what we are, at the very finest level of our being, we can create what appears to be miracles and manifest things in our reality faster than the speed of light. I have experienced this. I'm not talking from no theory. Uh, this is real-life experiences that equate to wisdom, that supersedes knowledge, because knowledge is only what you can measure. Right? That's what science is. Science takes things and they break it apart and they're able to measure it and put all the mathematics on it. And, you know, and that's great because it renders a lot of things that we have used and that we are going to use in order to make our lives easier, uh, in order to 
to advance our cognitive skills as human beings. But wisdom is something that comes by way of experience, where I don't need nobody to tell me nothing about what I've experienced as a human being. They're my authentic experiences. And I just have been so blessed and lucky to be able to capture them in the moments that some of these amazing things happen because I know how people is because they want to see some, you know. And so, you know, we understand uh, that that this goes a long way for people who are just, they have no faith in the unseen and everything has to be what they can see and what they can measure and blah, 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 blah. But uh, I'm going to show the science behind this and show you how it actually plays out in your life. And when you become conscious and aware of it, you can create and magnetize things into your being no matter what it is, and primarily using what I talked about earlier, the power of your imagination. So uh, visit the website, myastrologycoach.com. Excuse me. It's going to be Friday, September 26th, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's a Friday. Uh, I'll probably be on for an hour and a half. I'm not going to keep you all long for those that want to attend and check it out. Uh, and I guarantee you when you walk away, you're going to have some practices and some actual tools that you can use in order to change your life, right? And it's a process, right? It's like anything else. Things are birthed in due, in due time, but they do appear. And when they appear, you'll know it was you who manifested based off your intent and your thought that fused into that moment, that fused into that emotion, that elevated emotion that actually was actually the cause of the Big Bang. And we're going to get into that too. What's the synchronicity between the Big Bang and the living brain? I'm about to go hard body, so y'all better be ready. But go to the website, check it out if y'all are interested. We back up next Monday, Hip Hop Astrology Radio. Hopefully, my brother, my comrade, to be in the building because I'm quite sure he's going to have something phenomenal to share. And I want to say thank y'all for coming out tonight. Um, peace and blessings, and y'all have a wonderful rest of y'all week. Holla. Peace. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.